Come on. Quick ask before we get started today, I am working to help people lead happier and more contented lives. My part of that is money. So if you enjoyed today's episode or if you've enjoyed past episodes, please take a minute and leave a quick review on iTunes. Subscribe. That helps uh, the show climb up the rankings and helps more people uh, find it. So thanks a lot. You ever wonder why there aren't any toilet paper salespeople? Have you ever wondered that? And now that I've put that in your head, are you letting your mind wander? It's pretty obvious. The stuff really does sell itself. So a toilet paper salesperson is unnecessary. On the other hand, there are literally, literally hundreds of thousands of financial type salespeople. I mean, there's like 250,000 financial advisors. Uh, I feel like there's 250,000 State Farm agents, but I'm, of course, using hyperbole. But think about all the the different insurance uh, agents. There's 10,000 New York Life agents, probably 10,000 Mass Mutual agents, and MetLife, and Mass Mutual, and and hundreds of other companies. Um, So insurance, investments, it's a long, long list. And the reason that there's so many of those is because that stuff does not sell itself. Toilet paper sells itself, financial advice, insurance, that's stuff that we don't want to talk about, but it's stuff that we need. I'm constantly talking about needs versus wants. Normally, that's a budget conversation, right? Putting together my monthly budget, what are my needs? Housing. I need a roof over my head. I need food. I need medicine. What are my wants? Well, my wants are going out to eat. It's uh, new clothes that aren't, you know, just to, to keep me warm. There's there's a million, millions of, 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 of wants versus needs. But I wanted to get a little bit deeper. And fundamentally, it's hard but necessary to give people something that they don't want, but they very much need and again, that explains the existence of financial salespeople. This is why there are very, very popular retirement plan features like auto-enroll and auto-escalate. They're popular now because they work. Auto-enroll means you automatically put people into the retirement plan and get them saving at a certain percent, maybe 3%. Auto-escalate is just like it sounds. Every year, your contribution amount automatically goes up. Okay, so it goes up... From 2019, when you put in 3% in, to 4% in 2020, and then 5%, and then 6%, all the way up until 10%. And I tell you what, people, maybe the idea of that, they don't like it, they don't want it, but once they're doing it, then they recognize the value. Then they look back five year, a year later, five years later, 10 years, at retirement age, like, thank God, thank God my employer, the folks that I was working with, helped me get on the right track with saving money. And the long-term results of those programs have definitely proven their efficacy. So, this is such a tricky conversation, isn't it? Because I am a, I'm a, such an independent person. I do not want people. I don't want... 
I don't want Big Brother. I certainly don't want the government intervening in my life. But the last 20 years of my career has taught me that a lot of the times what people need, they don't want. They at least don't want to talk about it. There's other stuff that they would rather be focused on. So it's really striking that balance. And last, whether it was last week or it's been within the past 30 days, talked a lot about putting people in the right position to be successful. You give people the information. You educate them. You you make the programs available. You consistently remind them. These are some of the things that that people who have been successful, I don't know if it's going to work for you, but it's worked for people like you. And here's how you do it. And next month, you're going to get another reminder. Maybe they're going to say it in a little bit of a different way so that when you are ready to receive that information, it's going to be there. And so positively impacting those people around you, those people you have influence over, obviously starting with yourself, um, treat yourself like somebody worth helping. It's a very famous thing that Jordan Peterson talks about. But also talking about your kids, talking about your spouse, talking about your brother, your sister, your folks, people in your family, and then people in your community. How can you position them for success? Your coworkers. Maybe you're in a leadership position and you're managing other people at work. Whatever it might be, think about it in terms of this. Like giving medicine to your kid when, when he or she is sick. Or if you have a loved one who's overweight or struggling with obesity... They need medicine. They need a strict fitness and nutrition plan to get back on track. So to better illustrate this or differently, I'll I'll leave it up to you as to whether or not I'm doing a better job of illustrating it. I was talking to a good friend who's the chief people officer for a company with about 200 people in it. And we were talking about engagement programs, wellness, stuff like that. And she lamented about some negative feedback that she'd recently received. And um, it was around the time of open enrollment and getting the benefits to folks. And one of the initiatives is around diet and exercise. And she got feedback from a handful of people saying, stay out of my personal life. You know, I'm not interested in having my company tell me how about how I should be leading my personal life. And that's fine. You know, that's by all means. Whenever people are feel strongly enough to open their mouth or raise their hand and and voice displeasure or frustration or, or discontent, it's always important to listen to them. That being said, we're talking, it was like 4% of the employee population, so eight people. And I really encouraged her to not let that detract her from what she's working on. Because again, super important to listen to these people, but but really not that valuable because we did talk or I talked um, again recently about how every every group of people, 15% of them are going to be super proactive and on the ball. Then there's going to be 15 people on the other end of the equation that are probably never going to get their act together. The opportunity lies in that 70% of people in the middle. Those are the people that you are working to help. It is hard but necessary to give people something that they don't want but very much need. So really want to encourage you to fight past the apprehension of feeling overly parental with any relationship that you are attempting 
to have positive influence over. Again, I don't care. It could be any level. It could be, again, true for you. If you are struggling to wake up in the morning and put your shoes on and get out of bed because you don't want to, but you need it, be tough on yourself. Or keep putting yourself in the right position. Get your shoes ready in the morning. Get your socks. Sleep in your socks. Sleep in your shorts. So when you roll out of bed, all you have to do is put your shoes on and get out of the house. Go for a walk. Go for a run. Whatever it might be. Get ready the night before. Put yourself in position to be successful. Um, If it's at work. Wherever. Fight fast that feeling of being or feeling overly parental. That you're overstepping your bounds. Because, hey, if you're overstepping your bounds, then you want people to to uh, to speak up and let you know that. But I do believe that, again, you are in position to, to make a huge impact in your own life and in the lives of the people that are around you. So, one last time. Difficult to give people something that they don't want but, but very much need. But it's also true. This is a story of commitment. It will not be easy, but it will be worth it. So persist. Do your part by doing your best. Before I go, quick announcement. I've been asked by so many people over the past couple of years about how do I start a podcast that I've developed and released a course that will teach you exactly how to do that step by step from figuring out the kind of show that you want to have to understanding how all the technology works behind it, and then how to get great guests and uh, keep the thing moving and how to grow it. So if you're interested in that, check it out. You can go to georgegrombacher.com forward slash podcast course, and you'll find it there. You can just go to the website. I'll also list that in the notes of the show. What's up, Savage Nation? Please support the show by subscribing. Leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.